Hello. Hello. Today's, Hello. what's today? The mm. 16th. 17th. 17th. Saturday, the 17th of August, and it's a little bit after 10 in the morning. We're going to do a couple things in this podcast. Mm-hmm. An update with where we're at, why it's taken so long to get this podcast up. Um, where we're at with magic, how we did last night at M at Card and Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to try something interesting after that. And we're going to explain why we're trying it and we'll get into that pretty soon. But let's start out with an update with the um, content creation side of things. Okay. Um, still trying to figure out how, what the... Twitch channel looks like, but I'm learning a lot still. Looks like uh, in what way? Um, like what my streaming schedule is, I don't know oh, yet. Oh, gotcha. I'm in the consumption step, so I'm watching other streamers. And, and that's something that you creators. got from a, a PAX panel thing that you'd watched from a couple years ago or something, right? Yeah, it was an older video, but I think a lot of what they mentioned in the video uh, was very relevant. That being that you should, for the first month of streaming, that try and focus on consuming content so you know what else is out there and kind of... And what things I relate to, what things I admire, and what I want to avoid or steer away from. Okay. I mean, that all makes sense. Um, Okay. So, figuring out schedule, how that's going. We're still waiting on some of the design stuff to come back so we can lock in some of the the actual look, the visual look of things and yeah. get the, the panels. So when you see the schedule or about us, that'll all be locked in place. Yeah. And what we have right now for our logo, I tried to make it consistent or as consistent as possible across all platforms. Mm-hmm. I created a Twitter account recently, as well as an account for Reddit that is specific to the Paranine podcast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't change the logo there because I don't know how to do that just yet. If you can, I'm not sure. On Reddit? Yeah, I'm not very familiar with Reddit. It's just the no, little avatar. It's just, yeah, it's just okay. that. But on Twitter and YouTube and on Stitcher as well. Um, and to Twitch, yeah. And Twitch, yeah, yeah. They all have a consistent logo, which is using one of the, I don't know what you would call it, like beta designs from our designer. Yeah, beta plus. I don't know. It was a little bit beyond. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, just, it's just a placeholder. Yeah. It'll be, it, it's it's just the resolution, I think, right? I mean, it's the it's the look. It's what it'll be. It's just minor tweaks. Yeah, because it was basically a screenshot yeah. from the panel that was in a shared Google Slides slide. Thing, yeah. So it's pretty janky, but um, I used GIMP to do that. I'm learning a bit on GIMP. It's kind of fun. Nice. I'm making thumbnails on there, which I think I've got down pretty well. Yeah, and they I look like actual thumbnails now. They're, uh-huh. they're like real thumbnails that you would see on, on a, a site. And I, and I like yeah. having I that consistent look as same. opposed to just kind of all over the place. Yeah, and that's been, I think, one of the bigger struggles for me because I had to make up my mind of like early on because ideally the look will stay the same mm-hmm. and be consistent throughout from start to finish. I mean, maybe I'll find a better design that's just a little bit different. I think if and you find things and you t- want to tweak it, that's probably fine as long as yeah. it's not. What I don't want to do, and I've seen this on other channels, is that every thumbnail has a totally different color scheme know. and the font is different and maybe it's tilted this way and other times it's over here and it's just, yeah, whoa, it's, it's <laughs> so much going on. It's like, okay, okay yeah. wow. I mean, ideally, I'll have 
a thumbnail that will be set for these podcasts if we get to making videos again. Yeah, I'd like to get to a point where we can stream these, but figuring that out, I think, is just something else that we can uh, need to wait on to mm-hmm. figure out how do we want to do that. Because the main thing is we had been streaming to YouTube for these with the the C90 camera, which is fine for video. It's not very good at all for audio. Yeah. And then we were recording audio on my little little audio recorder, which is not great audio. So now we're using a significantly better mic. I mean, mm-hmm. in every capacity of the word, is it better? Uh, the we, We've got a Rode NT1 that we got off of Craigslist. I think we mentioned that before, mm-hmm. which is plugged into this Focusrite Scarlett second gen. And then that goes into the computer, which is how we're getting our voices from the Rode into the computer and then uploaded. Mm-hmm. Getting a podcast all situated, I had called, it had been called The Sauntering Mind for the last couple of years. And just changed it now to the Pair 9 podcast. And getting that all switched around has been kind of a week-long process. Because for whatever reason, unlike changing your picture on a website, Mm -hmm. it takes time to refresh and send it out. And I don't really know why that is. Mm. It's not instantaneous. So, and, and different ones have different different podcast platforms. Like iTunes is different from Stitcher, which is different from Google. So Mm -hmm. with Google, the way that you update it is you tell, you send a support email and say, Hey, this is the new RSS feed that I need to change to. And then they go, okay. And then they change it, Hmm. which I don't know if it's actually a person doing that or if it's a bot, I I don't know, Hmm. but it's not something that you can do on your own on just a field where you hit apply and save or something like that. Interesting. Whereas with Stitcher, it is. But it all kind of pulls from iTunes. iTunes is kind of the 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 Mac Daddy when it they're kind of the tower that all of the podcasts goes to prim- primarily, huh. and then it pushes it out to these other things. Hmm. So, I, like Stitcher, Stitcher pulls from iTunes. I think Google might just pull from your RSS. It's so it's all kind of their own little things going on and figuring that out. And I'm not sure that Stitcher yet has the right image it just oh really yeah i think it but but google does it's like there's like three different ones if you look on google play music it's a picture of us out at the gorge that we got taken to us because i was trying to just get rid of the sauntering mind on stitcher it's still a sauntering mind the last i checked but then on um google podcasts Mm -hmm. it is the paranine one so Mm -hmm. it's why that's the case i don't know Hmm. i have no idea well It'll get figured out. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. I'll keep on derping around with it. But one good thing to report is that we haven't had any crashes. Oh, yeah. That's been great. With the computer. I think we figured out the audio setup. I mean, the only thing that's kind of confusing is how to get music playing on stream. Yeah. Um, But I've listened to other... Well, I've watched other streamers, and their music quality is not that great either. So I'm thinking you kind of just have to put it through the microphone, which then plays. That's so janky. It seems yeah. like there should be a way to just pipe it straight through yeah. and, from Spotify. And Twitch at the moment is working on their own streaming. Yeah, I applied for the beta, so if they oh. uh, maybe give it a shot, I don't know. Hmm. Um, something I read was that if you already have, I think it was on Polygon where I found it about it, is that if you already have a setup when it's working and you like it with Streamlabs and OBS, then maybe just leave it alone. 
this is to try and get new people yeah. up and running. Yeah, it's supposed but, to be more like dumbed down. Yeah, but that if it's fully integrated with Twitch, mm-hmm. that might be it. Might it might be worth trying? Yeah, I mean we haven't least. been using what we have for even a month. Yeah, and so. I'm not super attached to it by any means. Yeah, it's, me neither. It, it being that it's a free software OBS, it's it's kind of spotty. It, it, it's a little. It's kind of clunky. I mean, ideally, we'd just try it out or have the ability to try it out. And yeah. then if we don't like it, we can go back. Yeah, just we keep the OBS stuff there and then give see how it works. Yeah. So that's all working out. We've uploaded, I think, three or four videos now to the YouTube. And so we're just going to mm-hmm. keep on churning two to three out a week, just trying to make sure we're doing a few mm-hmm. of those. We've done a couple of janky ones. We had <laughs> one where there's a crazy mass manipulation win that really should not have happened. We just kind of threw yeah, a deck together. Yeah, that was the first video. Um, I love when janky decks work out. <laughs> yeah, even if they don't win, it, as long as you get to do what you had set out to do, yeah. it, it, it's fun even if it lasts for a turn. It's like, well, I did the thing that I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, okay, that deck can go in the trash now. Which is a good segue to lead into last night because oh yeah, I was trying an Esper deck and it wasn't doing any of the things I wanted it to do <laughs> at all. Not even in the last match? I, I feel like last week and last night, the wins that I got were just happy, happening to fall in my lap. Like mm. I was just drawing the perfect cards at the right time and it just happened game after game. Yeah. So, for example, with the red deck that I beat, I just... I got an ethereal absolution on the board, which just shut down his his one one game plan. His <laughs> it, it was a bunch of one ones, which with cavaclative calamities. That that was a game plan. The only not one oh, one in there yeah. was the uh, Chandra Spitfire, I think. I see. And so, it just like completely yeah. shut him down. Yeah. And I just happened to have that, and then I happened to get a board wipe on one of the games, and he blew hmm. me out one of the, the games, and then the other games I. I don't know. I, I feel like it was variants just falling in my favor perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I felt like last week I got pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. I was up against three different Jun dinosaur types. Last week? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, well, oh, one of them me. was more of a, a reanimation. I think that was Grixis. Okay. Uh, reanimation. And then the other two were Jun dinosaurs. Yeah. And then, okay. And then your deck, uh, the Esper deck that you played last night. Yeah. So I got I got pretty lucky, and having played against John Dinosaurs, and then my last opponent being fairly new to Magic, I think mm. he said he'd been playing for two weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, also, I think helped a little was bit. Was that the Mono Blue deck? No, uh, oh. th- I'm talking about last week. Uh, oh, the, when gotcha. I did well, I was oh, four right, oh right, last right. week. Yeah, yeah. L- last night I went two and two. Yeah. Uh, first match I was against Black White Vampires. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much the deck straight from MTG Goldfish. And the gal who was playing or piloting that deck is decent. Like, mm-hmm. she thinks about what she's doing, and she's very, um, I guess she does every all of her moves with intention, which is how you should play Magic. Um, Do you know how long she's been playing? I don't know. I actually, I was on Twitter, and she tweeted at, I saw it, it was her, like, she had a little thumbnail of her picture, and she tweeted at good luck high five. Okay. And she said, oh, I got my first, or I won my first F&M. Oh, nice. uh, I think you guys have been listening to you for a year or something. That was so last night, your first? Yeah. Oh, cool. So that was really neat. Yeah. Um, so I was happy to hear that or read that, see that, whatever, because I didn't ask her at the tournament. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, definitely. 
but uh, so I, I don't know how long she's been playing. My okay. guess would be maybe a not couple long. of years. Yeah, I don't know. She, if you said she on on the tweet, she had said something about a year. Okay, I mean, who knows? Them, yeah, she could have been know. playing for the last fifteen years and just listened for the last year. But yeah, I, I've gotten the impression, not because of the play, just kind of the way that she's talked, and mm-hmm. I know that she's a little bit newer to the game. Hmm. Like she's good, so it's mm-hmm. not like I'm not saying. That she seems new because of her play style being mm. poor. It's just, you know, you pick up on words and things like, oh, I'm familiar with these cards. But then if somebody mentions a card that was from an earlier set, they're like, oh, I'm not really sure what that is. Just yeah. minor things like yeah. that. Or just like, oh, I wasn't playing formats. then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, and then my second matchup last night, I also lost that round. I'm trying to think of who that was or what that was against. Because you played Vampires... Third round was against me. Final round was against Mono Blue. Yeah. Oh, you didn't you play um, Simic or not Simic, but uh, Soul Tie? Oh, Soul Tie Flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were, they were pretty close games. Okay. Um, and you lost that one. I did lose okay. that one. But yeah, the times when I could get to ferry out there were really good for me. But oh, he yeah. had answers for pretty much everything. It was basically, I mean. He the three creatures that he had were the Brineborn Cutthroat, Spectral Sailor, and Night Pack Ambusher. Mm-hmm. And I was able to counter the Night Pack Ambusher, so I didn't even play against that card mm-hmm. when it did come out. Uh, counter it? How? What, you have Essence Scatter? Essence Scatter. Oh, for, in from the sideboard? sideboard yeah. oh, okay, I didn't gotcha. see it at all first game. I see. And then, um, yeah, that, that, the thing about my deck I've noticed is it's not consistent, so I have mm-hmm. a lot of mana. I have a lot of mana dorks, mm-hmm. but I don't always get the bombs that I need. Yeah, the, the bombs being Hydroid Crassus or Finale of Glory or Nissa. Yeah. I mean, I have They're a lot right. of bombs, yeah. but I don't, don't always get them. them. So I guess that, that's no my just be draw, right? variance. I don't accept forward to fairy if I bounce something. Yeah, that, okay. Or yeah. use his negative ability. And I learned you don't want to bounce things with the, the against the Simic deck because it just puts him in a really... Vulnerable, yeah. vulnerable position because they just go okay, that's fine. Yeah. Even though they can't flash in something, they can play something on their turn if they if you haven't bounced everything and it just hit him for that one damage. So I think just plussing him. Yeah, for the static. Yeah. yeah. You need that static ability. Yeah, that, just that's, him being on the board. Yeah. is Wonderful. Right. It and just, then find ways to protect him. Right. So um, yeah, I learned the value of having him out on the board with against that deck, mm-hmm. and then also. That Hydroid Crassus, it's casting cost. I think oh, we right. talked about this on the way home. Um, on the, While it's on the stack being cast, its converted mana cost is whatever the total amount paid right. for that spell yeah. is. Not two, as I had previously thought. The, so cards converted mana cast, the cards converted mana cost is two. Yeah, and when it's on the battlefield, it's converted mana right. cost two. Yeah, but so if, if you had a card that cast, said... Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah whatever you pay for it. So I'm glad that I learned the things that I did. And I think that I also learned, I'm, I was able to avoid falling in the pit of feeling like garbage mm. with the losses that I had or the plays that weren't going well. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting closer to being a more of a player that I want to be. After we played the, our couple oh. of kind of test rounds before the tournament even started with our standard decks, I was just of the mindset that I was just going to flat out lose. I was just like, I'm, I'm going to lose. And maybe that's not the best mindset to have, but with how the deck was performing, mm-hmm. and there were some 
glaring issues with it. I mean, I had 23 drops. Yeah. So most of the deck was trying to do all of its stuff on turn three. And mm-hmm. it's just, that's not going to work. I had things yeah. like, it's this Esper deck that I was trying to derp around with. And there's Deputy of Detention, Thief of Sanity, uh, Mu Yang Ling, uh, Gideon, Gideon uh, Oath of Kaya. So uh, all of these three drops that were just bogging down that, that position. There was They didn't have a curve at all. It was just this total bottleneck. And being that there's Hero in there, the Mu Yang Ling, the Gideon, the Kefnitz do nothing for him. So mm-hmm. it was just... It was not working. Yeah. And so I kind of went into the tournament like, well, let's see what happens. But I this, I, I just don't think it's going to work. Hmm. And I don't know what I had changed from the previous week, which is, which if I did, it was very, very little, which is why I think that the previous week I just won from variance. I did okay-ish for a little while against round one. I was playing against a Grixis creature-ish kind of control mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't doing the sit back, kill all your stuff. It was more kind of the version of Control, if I'm going to play Control, that I like. It was yeah, creatures. He was playing Thief of Sanity, right? Um, Yeah. I don't know if it was the main board, but I did see a Thief. Mm-hmm. I think it was Hostage Taker, um, Nico Bolas, the Ravager, the one that they yeah. can flip, turn it into it. I think I talked to him, and he was focused on the curve very much with that deck. Okay. He told me he had a two-drop. I don't know what creature that was. Oh, he had Knight of the Ebon Legion in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, do you know his two-drop, what he was playing? I don't know. Oh, it was the Dreadhorde Butcher. Oh, okay. The one that haste, and it gets stronger every time it attacks. And then turn three. uh, Yeah, Thief. Yeah. So I don't know if he hit his curve ever, but at least he had things to do on the turns. Like, the possibility of that happened where there's zero possibility (laughs) for my deck. It's just, no, (laughs) you don't do anything until turn two if you have gotten one of your... Four two drops, the yeah. hero. And if you don't, then you're waiting to turn three and there's six cards in your hand or four, whatever, competing to be played right now. So much can go wrong in three turns. Yeah. Like I can get a Nissa on board by turn three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which thankfully that isn't common, but it isn't uncommon for you to have her out there on turn four or five. Yeah. So, and I don't have any direct answers for that. Yeah. So I just... I retooled it here in the last hour before we did this podcast, so I'm curious to see if it's any better now. Yeah, and then one other thing I just wanted to mention is I feel like I'm learning also how to play only what I need to Mm -hmm. and not just go all out. Yeah. Because it can be, it's kind of rude to go all out if you don't need to. It's, I guess it's kind of rude and it's also pointless and it also puts you in a precarious position. Yeah. I mean, if you need to go all out because of a situation and you're like, I need more bodies on the battlefield, yeah. then then obviously the situation demands it. But or oftentimes like stalemate or you've played right into a board wipe and I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, please turn all of your creatures, all of your lands into creatures. Yeah. And then I just blow it up and you're just like, oh, yeah. I have no lands. Yeah, so I'm learning to, and I think you suggested I do this, learning to cast Hydroid Crassus but leave mana open. Like, do I absolutely need an 8 Eight hydroid crassus? No. Yeah. I can have a six six and well, then leave mana open for a Dovin's veto. If you need the Dovin's veto. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. Sometimes I've seen it where you'll play it, and I don't know, because I'll just like walk by and I'll see, and I'm wondering, why didn't you tap out there and just 
play the biggest dang creature that you can, gain as much life, draw a whole bunch of cards. Because you're getting that life and those cards. No matter what. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's just happening. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've done it just to kind of psych my opponent out. I don't know if that's valuable at all. But yeah, if I have, I, like, I two or three cards in hand, then I, I like to pretend like I have a counter or something. I don't know if bluffing... I'd say that you should worry about that maybe at the highest levels of, of competition, but at FNM, I would not be mm. too concerned about that. Mm. I am glad for Arena, though, because I have gotten way more familiar with decks that we just yeah. might not have ever seen. So yeah. when I see... When I saw last week that the one-drop weenie dirty guys with Cavaclative Calamity, I, I thought, oh, okay, I know what this the game plan here is. Yeah, you know how to shut it down. Well, I know, yeah, three, theoretically, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and also getting practice in. Like, what is a hand worth keeping? Yeah, uh, yeah. What do I absolutely want in a given situation or against a particular deck? Finding uh, vulnerabilities. And I look forward to building the collection in Arena so that I can build those decks that I'm up against. Yeah. Just so I can play them and and get a feel for what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, you made a good point with Arena and not having a, a real wide collection, which is where we're at right now. We have a... It's okay. Yeah, it's not but, the worst. But it's not, it's not to the point where we can build whatever we want. We have the Azorius Flyers deck, which is all right. It got us up into gold, maybe just dipped our toes into platinum. Mm-hmm. And now we've been using the Simic Flash deck, which has, I'd say, like a 55 60% win rate for us. <laughs> But we're slowly climbing. It's been kind of a, a, a slog, but we've been, we got out of Platinum 4, we're into Platinum 2 right now, or 3? Mm-hmm. I think we're in 3. I think we're right? in 2. Oh, we're in, we're yeah, like halfway like to in the middle yeah. of 2. Yeah. So it, it's, we're winning more than we're losing, obviously, which is good. <laughs> but um, the point that you made is that by having not as wide a libraries, we really have to think about what we're playing, and we can't just put together the best deck and just smash all the other things that are just halfway decent. Yeah, it it forces us to look at the cards that we have versus what's in the meta. Yeah. Um, and look at what we can build and then look at those meta decks and try and figure out the key cards, right. what they do and why they're important, yeah. and then what other cards we might have in our collection that aren't as good but can serve the same function, at least as a placeholder. Yeah. Um, um, but also making janky decks just for the dailies, because yeah, if I fun. need to cast you know twenty red and green spells, I I don't have a gruel deck, but I'll just throw one together, right? And then I don't know, see how it goes, and I learn what the cards do and how cards work together, even by just doing that. Yeah, if you try to pay it, I try to at least when I throw one of those complete the quest decks together. I try to pay attention to curve, and I'm still trying to make something that's gonna work. I don't yeah. just jam. <laughs> 40 cards and then 20 lands ago. Okay, it, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I usually do the same, but the other day I did just put a bunch of one drops in just so I could get it all Just get it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be interesting if they... Yeah, I wonder how they would do that. I was thinking of, of, of a way of incentivizing better plays for those quests, but I don't, I don't know how the hell you would do that, and I don't even know if there's a point to do it. Just let the people get their gold. <laughs> just just give the people their gold. Let, let them do it however they want. Because, yeah, the way it is now, that you, you can build whatever you want and just have some fun with it and try something super corny out. Yeah, but it's an interesting position to be in, bringing it back to Twitch, because a lot of the larger streamers are only streaming decks that are in the meta. 
And yeah. I think that that's, that's a good thing because usually those larger streamers, for the most part, are explaining what they're doing yeah. and why they're doing it and what they're looking out for, what they're afraid to see, or identifying what the opponent has and what might be problematic. So people are watching them to learn how to play these metrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the smaller streamers, like us, mm-hmm. we, we don't have the ability and I don't have the knowledge to explain why something's important and what I need to play, especially when it comes to each and every deck in the meta. Granted, I haven't studied those things. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not it's, maybe to the degree that some of the really good streamers, I mean, not, not that they're good streaming, but they're good players, like uh, your, um, I don't know, LSV or, mm. um, I don't know, some, some of the, the Professor Knox, Reed Duke, yeah. Like, these people are really good at magic, and so they can talk about all that stuff and how these things impact the board state and blah, 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 and why this thing matters. But you can still talk about all that stuff from your perspective. Oh, definitely, and I I do, but I'm not, I guess, anxious about trying to get it right because I'm not pretending like I know everything. Yeah, just explain it from your perspective as best you know. Yeah, and it's also helped me kind of push that thought aside and idea that I need to be on the same level and push me to realize there are other things that I can focus my energy on and other value that I might bring yeah. to the table. So. Um, all right, so let's close out this way, opening our packs. Vera, you got a, a M20 pack, and I yeah, got... we're going 2-2. And I, for a pity prize, or it's just it's just a random prize that they pass out. I got one of the promo packs, yeah. which is the non-foil, but it's got the little... Planeswalker logo stamp on it. Yeah, so we're going to open them now. Yeah. You go first. Okay. So, it's just, it's not because I did poorly, it's not because I did well, it's because I showed up. <laughs> They'll do that, and I don't know how they choose the people that get these. I think it's just these. like a randomized roll. So I got a, mm. a forest, which is kind of neat looking. Mm. A gilded oh, lotus. Cool. A flame sweep, the promo version, and mm. then a Golos Tireless Pilgrim, the artifact creature oh. scout guy that you can pay two white, blue, black, red, green, <laughs> exile the top three cards, you can play them. So it's, uh, yeah, that, that, that guy, that kind of thing is, is pure jank shenanigans right there. I've definitely seen it in Arena. Yeah. I've seen it in some draft decks. I've seen some, I don't know if I'd say good decks with it, but I have seen decks with it. <laughs> So unless there's a good common or uncommon, I'm just going to skip over these, over those in here. In your M20 pack. Yeah. Just, we're going 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Nope, not a whole lot going on in here. Got a Scoured Barrens for the land and brought back, which is white, white instant from M20, of course. Choose up to two target permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Return them to the battlefield tapped. Okay. All right. Um, do you know where your character sheet is? Yeah, I have it right here. Okay. So, two weeks ago, we went and played D&D for the first time. I, I guess, technically speaking, it wasn't the first time that I had played. I tried to play once in high school with a couple of, or three or four Dr. Demento sorts. They just wanted to poison the well and go and hit on the barmaids or it just it was really goofy nonsense and I actually wanted to play and go dungeon exploring and kind of try to play the game as it was meant to be played but it didn't seem like anybody else wanted to do that I think the DM kind of did but you know 
whatever. And then the next time that I tried would have been when I was living in Michigan the first time I tried with a couple friends that were there, Andrew and uh, my roommate, and they did not understand how pen and paper RPGs worked. Mm-hmm. So they didn't understand that you could just do whatever you wanted. Uh-huh. They had played a fair number of video games, so they were kind of, they couldn't figure out how to do it. And I wasn't at a place where I could explain it all that well. I, I should have mm-hmm. pointed to some videos or something, but I don't think that there were many videos at that time. I think that, that's a common struggle for new players that or it feels that way. Just figuring out how to do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what can I do? Right. Oh, I can do anything almost? Yeah. And but how do I work? How do I do anything? It's... Yeah. I think you need to see some examples. And then after that, you and I and a couple of my brothers tried to make our own game. It was really simplified. We called it Die Die 20, which was like a D6, a D6, and a D20. Mm-hmm. And it was all... Super simplified, really, really basic stuff. So it, w- it was mostly about the storytelling t- with some rolling in there. And it was okay. Um, getting the group together in the first place was maybe the most challenging part because trying to figure out all these different people's schedules that were in different parts of the country was challenging. Yeah, and plus we were doing it through Google Hangouts. Yeah. So that caused, I don't know, some delay... It was a little bit confusing who was going to speak next. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you kind of cut each other off. It's just like, clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. So then we saw a poster over at Card Kingdom, somebody looking to start a game, so we thought we'd give it a shot. We went one week. It was all right. And then we decided after that that we weren't going to go again, but after some back and forth, we thought, oh, you know what, Let's let's give it one more shot. So we went again last week, or just two nights ago, rather. And again, it was it was okay. It just wasn't the greatest fit for us. So yeah. we decided we'll keep our eyes open, and if another group shows up, maybe we'll give it a shot. But it's also a pretty decent time investment, which I'm okay with. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind having to, to go and, and play for three hours. But... I didn't feel like we got a, a, a lot of gameplay actually in in the three hours that we were there, especially the second time. Well, we were there for nearly four hours. Yeah. And we played, you mentioned, like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Well, it felt like that. I mean, there was yeah. just a lot of pausing yeah. and just... It didn't seem like... Kind maybe. of not a whole lot happening. Like, I don't know. And um, so, whatever. It's I, I don't want to... It, it just it wasn't a great fit for us, so we decided, you know, we're going to move on and try something else. And the idea that I thought of was, well, maybe we could try a two-player D&D thing. And I don't know if that would work very well. It's definitely not it being the Dungeons & Dragons system is not meant for two players, but that doesn't mean that it can't be done. I don't have, well, we don't have any of the books. So what we're going to try here is just a sort of off-the-cuff thing using... All of the experience that I know from listening to some podcasts, playing a few times, and the past two weeks, Vera's going to use the character that she made. I have already thought up a, thought up a small scenario, and we're just going to see how it goes. And if it's fun for us and interesting to listen to, we might try this a few more times. We might try some more off-the-cuff type stuff. I don't have anything in front of me except a box of dice. 
So I don't have any stats. It's all going to be stuff that I'm pulling out of my head on the spot, which is going to be interesting. We're going to have to see how this goes. So, um, yeah, was there anything else that you wanted to say before we get going? No, I can just explain what my character is. I thought I had my sheet, and I have yours. Oh. So oh, I'm going to grab my sheet, which is my backpack. Before we uh, start, where I had asked Vera to think of two goals that she wanted from the session, from, from this little experiment here, one for herself and one for me, and then the same is, is true of me. And my goals were, well, here, list yours. Go, you, you say what yours were, because you were able to come up with yours pretty quick. Uh, yeah, my goals for myself, there were supposed to be, I don't, did you just mention this, one goal for me and then one goal or hopeful Yeah, one for yourself for you. and then for me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I want to be a little bit more loose and kind of goofy, because it's not something I, I do okay. with ease. I can do that by myself, but when I'm around other people, I just, I don't, I'm not, so I want to shake that off a little bit and use this experiment as a platform to do so. And then for you, I want you, what was it? I want you to be able to give only as much as is necessary. So to kind of help with your storytelling, not that you're bad at telling stories at all. It's just what I've found most helpful when I'm reading, for example, is when the author kind of uh, trusts me to be able to fill in the gaps. Yeah, so. okay. All right, so yeah, explain what... Oh, my goal was to create a compelling and believable for what it is world, something that you actually are having fun in. And then for you was to do... Try and think a little bit more outside the box to try and do something in, in an interesting way that might surprise me. That that would be kind of neat to see. If it doesn't happen, then, you know. So explain your character and I'll explain where you're at and what's happening. Okay. Um, I am a halfling rogue. I'm a level two at this point. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a light foot halfling. Light foot is my, my race. Um, I'm good and neutral. Neutral good. Neutral good. Yeah. Dang it. I thought I fixed that. Um, in my background, I'm an urchin. So yeah. I've just been living off the streets. I came to the island that we were on. No, we're not doing that. We're not there anymore. Oh, okay. So just explain. Just yeah, That's pretty good for your character. And the reason you're level two is why. Like, why is, are you level one? Um, I went into a dark dungeon and I helped rescue a princess. Yeah, that, w- that was our from the campaign. Mm-hmm. So... It's not that she rolled and made it a level two character. She started out at level one and I don't know, but that was one of the, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know that we should have been rescued by a goddess and been given magical weapons and all that. But I don't know that I need a, a staff, yeah, a quarter staff felt a little, as a halfling. A, a bit too deus ex machina, just yeah. saved from peril and all this stuff. Like, yeah, my name, I'll just mention, is Nat Tealeaf. Okay. Okay. All right. So for this, forget all the the island adventure. That didn't happen. You're not there. That's that's completely. It was a dream. No, it's just it just never was at all. Okay. So you're right now. You're in a carriage with a few other people, and you're traveling from one small city 
to another smallest city and you've been sent from the one city to the other city to check in with the 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 town constable and they're these aren't big cities they're like less than a thousand both both of them and your job is to you're kind of like a, a postal per person so you're you're bringing some letters and some information along with you and a, a few packages that's on in a little satchel in, in the back of the the carriage along with other people that are traveling and you're going to deliver the mail and check in with the other town constable to see if there's any news to come back and you just this is just kind of what you do you go back and forth between these these two cities and it's about a day's travel between the two. Okay, just question. Are either of them my home? Um, or am I just kind of a nomad? No, neither of these. Your main home, we can use the urchin thing still. Your main home is, is a different city that's a three days travel away from the city that you've just left. Okay. Well, you didn't just leave it. You left it like three hours ago. So uh, for the 10-hour the journey, you're about th three hours into it. So about a third of the way. Okay. All right. So, to start off, roll a, well, as you're going along, yeah, you're going to want a d10 20 for all these rolls. Um, I'm just getting these them. ready, yeah. just so I don't have to dig through this box. Uh, okay. you're, uh, as, you, as you're going along, you hear the carriage driver go, ow, oh, oh no, and he, he yells something, and then the road starts to get really rough all of a sudden, and so roll a an acrobatics check. Okay. One of my skills. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I rolled an 18. I have a plus 5 times 2, so plus 10. Uh, 28. Why is it times? Because when I got to level 2, uh -huh. uh, my expertise went up. Okay. Wait, no, it was at first level. Choose two of your skill proficiencies and one of your skills. Or one of your skill proficiencies and your proficiency with these tools. Oh. Your proficiency bonus is doubled for an ability check. So. What? Proficiency bonus is doubled. For everything? You're just no. pro doubly proficient in all the things? No, I just picked two. I just picked two. Okay. So I picked stealth and acrobatics. Okay. And you're plus so, five on acrobatics because your dex is... Three, you get a plus three bonus and plus, plus two. two. Okay, I see. Got it. Okay, so the carriage jostles and cranks around, and you're able to sort of lightly balance yourself. And as the carriage is tumbling over, you're able to just kind of cartwheel around in the inside of it. Everybody else doesn't manage this. They they bang their heads and they're all knocked unconscious. You hear the driver thrown from his chair. The, the horses neigh and, and scream, and um, it, so it's, it's just this big crash that's just happened. Okay. So where are we now? Has it you're, ended, or am I still you're, you're, fumbling the, around? No, you're just inside. The carriage, is just, the carriage has just tipped over. It's on its side, kind of at a crazy angle. You hear a couple of horses making not pleasant sounds. Okay. Um, there's a four horse setup, okay. and uh, nobody else is making any real noises. Okay. And this just happened like a second ago. Okay. I look around as I'm dusting myself off. Okay. And try to find signs of breathing or anything that I can that I can 
recognize that breathing tells just me like that in... other people are alive around me. So I try to like check oh, okay. the bodies um, of roll the people around investigation. me. Investigation. Actually, roll medicine for it. Hang on, let me think here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me get a couple of these dice here. Medicine's not looking good for me. <laughs> okay, roll. Yeah, roll a medicine check. There's, <laughs> there's gonna be. Um, I need a couple of these to mark something. Do do do. Do I still have the equipment and items that I had? Uh yeah yeah except that magic staff you don't have that anymore. Good, I don't need that. Okay, um, go ahead and roll. You can roll this four times because there's four other people. Oh gosh. Okay, so for the first, I got six plus one, so that's seven. Okay, so the mother, this half elf, half orc mother, it'll be a half orc mother and her child, and. Uh, two elvish merchant guys. So the mother that you... Well, who did you check first? We'll go with that. Uh, I'll check the... One of the side ones. I one, wish one we had done that before I rolled. Yeah. Yeah, so roll... So pick... You've got two elvish merchants. Okay. Two, they're well... Kind of wealthy guys. Um, a half-orc mother and her, her, her son. Okay. Uh, should I re-roll then? Yeah. Roll, roll... Which one are you checking? And then roll for that. Um, I'll check the... Baby orc. Okay, it's not a baby. It's like a, a like a eight year old. But okay, I'll check the eight year old child. Gotcha. Okay. All right. It's okay. So eighteen. Okay. So seems to be fine. Like, I mean, knocked out, and you don't have the medical ability to resuscitate him. Okay. Um, roll a count? listen check. Okay. Do you have a listen, or what is that? Is that just under investigation? I guess. Uh, hang on I don't a second. Have listens. I think that Here, would just take fall your under character sheet so that you can reference. That would just it. be under perception, maybe. Old D and D, because when I played back in high school, it was third edition, which was two editions ago, entire and and was, the skills were way longer. Well, perception is more things that you can't see. An investigation is things that you can see. Like perception, in my opinion, is uh, just picking like, up on stuff. Ta- uh, intangible. And what about insight? Uh, okay, do do perception. I think that's the most applicable for what I want. What I want here. Okay. That was kind of on the edge. That was fine. That's, like a, that's 12. a twelve. Um, plus perception is one, so thirteen. Um. Okay. So you check the the kid. He's, okay. He's fine. I mean, a little banged up. Okay. Um. I'm just going to move on okay. to his mother since yep. he seems fine. Yep. Like, oh, glad to see you're okay. Let me check out your mother here. Uh, 11? Uh, you're not sure. She she might be okay. She might, you, you can't, her thick, her skin's way too thick. You you, you weren't able to get a, a good feel for okay. what, what's going on uh, there. Just stay with your mother. I turned to the child. Yeah, she, he's knocked out. Everybody's unconscious. Oh, everybody's unconscious. Everybody's right. unconscious. Okay. That you're the only one that managed to. Okay. Checking one of the elves. Okay. Uh, 16. Seems okay. You're, you're able... Oh, hang on. Before you roll the next one, roll another perception. Or not perception, damn it. Uh, yeah, perception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 12. Okay. Um, and... Yep. Moving on. You're going to check the final elf here. Okay. There's no there's other results things, there? Oh, okay. There's other things that we'll, I'm going to have you roll for where it's happening behind the scenes and depending on what you roll, you'll either pick up on it or you won't. These aren't things that you're... For example, if we're sitting here... So this is outside a game real quick. If we're sitting here right now yeah. and the siren that we just heard outside mm-hmm. 
if you're really engrossed in something, mm-hmm. you're not going to really remember that. Somebody said, oh, what, do you remember when that, that siren? You'd be like, I, maybe, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. But if you're just sitting here sipping tea, you probably would pick up on it. Mm-hmm. So there's things that are happening around you. You know, did you notice the light flicker a moment ago? I didn't. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't, I don't know if it did. So we didn't pick up on that. Okay. So that's what I'm rolling. I'm having you roll for in these moments is things that you maybe pick up on. Maybe you don't. I see. Okay. Checking the final elf here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oof. Uh, uh, four. For all you know, he's dead. He could be totally fine. You just, so you know that the child's okay and one of the elves are okay. So that, that's, that's, yeah. That's about all you can do. Okay, I check the surroundings. Does the carriage, like, just inside? It's fucked. Okay, does it look like it's going to fall apart and just totally cave in on itself? No, 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 It's not like that. It's not going to catch on fire or anything. This is, it's, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's not going to be used again anytime soon. That's for dang sure. Yeah, my thinking there is I just want to make sure everything is good and I'm going to exit the carriage. Okay. So I slowly step out because I still don't know. I mean, maybe I do that this carriage is fine and it isn't going to fall in on itself, but I don't want the people that are left in here um, to get hurt. How, how are you leaving it? Because it's on its side, kind of at a janky angle. Mm, good question. Uh, is there a door or a window that's nearby? That yeah, there's a see? door that is now the roof. Okay. Is there anything else? Uh... There's a metal grill towards the front so you can converse with the driver if you need to, but it's pretty small. Like, you can't fit through it. It's, it's like you ever see in the, the movies where they open the speakeasy and they slide it open. Yeah. It's like that, but permanently open, but just a grill. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm pretty short. I'm like three feet tall. Yeah. How far away is the door from me, the ceiling? Well, good question. Point? It's... Um, how wide would a carriage be? It's about five, six feet. Yeah, you sitting people. Yeah, six feet. Okay. So it's twice as tall as you. Hmm. Is there anything? Uh, roll another perception around? check. Okay. Okay. Twenty. Now you hear it, and with your natural twenty, you're wondering, "Oh my gosh, how could have I have ever missed it?" There's footsteps outside. And they're mm. approaching. There's. It sounds like now that you hear them, roll another perception check. And um, yeah, okay, got it. Okay, you can tell that you can definitely tell that there's two people. M- maybe there's more. Who knows? But there's definitely two distinct voices. Oh, okay. Do they sound like friendly voices? You can't hear. Can I understand the language? Uh, where are you right now? What are you doing? Uh, I'm standing where I was with the door above. Then me. you don't know. Okay. Um, I go over to the grate, that little grill. Silver, the grill, sure, okay. whatever you want to call it. And I'm looking to see if I can look out any windows or how like outside. Explain exactly how you're going up to that. Okay. I try to make my way by climbing over whatever bodies or obstacles okay. might Roll be in the way. And what the heck's the difference between athletics is like strength okay roll an acrobatics check that makes sense that the decks are the strength that helped me out decipher what that means athletics is strength yeah i think it's it's strength based thing so pulling oh. things heaving lifting something shoving okay. something over 18 oh okay with my modifier all right so you get up to the grill no problem you're super 
agile. That that seems really broken. That yeah. That seems way too good. Well, I multiplied it. I understand that, but that's insane. It's like if whatever you put that on, how often can you use that? But you just you're that's never just gonna how it lose. Is static. When do you, I mean? Can you apply? Do you get the double bonus to other things at other levels? I don't know. This was just level one. Um, I can look That's on the sheet. Nuts. Okay, right, whatever. Sixth level, I could choose two or more of my proficiencies and and gain this benefit. So yeah. So it's I can at, at level two and then level six again. Yeah. You can apply it to something else. I mean, if you put it on, like investigation, you'll just find all of the things. Um, I don't <laughs> think so because my investigation is based off of intelligence, and I'm not very intelligent. <laughs> but it's it's a. Like, I had a negative one as my modifier, and then I got a plus one. Okay, on intimidation, which doesn't even make sense, because how how does a a tiny three-foot elf or halfling just always intimidate people? It's charisma. I just have this way way about me. Okay, all right, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Leaving that alone for the time being. You get up to the grate, no problem. You're able to do it skillfully and without breaking any of the, the people's sure. necks and without falling. And so you're up there at the grill. Of course. And um, can I see outside anywhere? Is there a window? Is, is it open? I mean, open? it's a grill. The grill Yeah, is it's permanently window. open. It's oh, just okay. like a, a metal, imagine. Gotcha. Okay, so like where a, the coach was, the driver, it was just in the open? Yeah, so the, open. the carriage okay. is on its side. Yeah. If, if you were normally looking out that and, and everything was fine and you were just riding down the meadow path, you'd see the side of the driver's, like, his liver area. And you're like, hey, driver, when's the next stop? And you're like, oh, well, well, there's an inn in another half an hour, whatever. But now that you can't see him, carriage is on its side, you can see the horses, and they're in in a bad way, and you can just see straight ahead. Okay. I can't, do I see anyone? Well, directly to your right is the seat of the carriage. So you're looking out... Okay. Like this, and uh-huh. the seat is, you know, you can't see beyond that. Okay. You can see the horses beyond that, and out off to your left is the forest that you're traveling through, and you don't see anyone to answer your question. Okay. Can I hear the footsteps still? Roll a, I guess we're back to um, perception check, yeah. Natural 20. And what was your question? Can I hear the footsteps, or any... People outside. Yeah, we are all I mean, beyond that. You definitely hear, hear the footsteps. footsteps. Yeah. Okay, so they're still coming. Well, they're they're kind of milling around the carriage now. They're right here. Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, and it still sounds like there's there's two that you can they can definitely. All tell. right. Can I tell at this point, being a little bit closer to the open air, are they friendly, or? Now that you're this close and you can hear them talking, they're talking about. Holy crap, that worked out really well. That log was uh, amazing. I didn't even think it would work. Oh, I hope they've got some good stuff here. All right, well, I'm going to check the back. Uh, I'm going to see. You make that noise? You yeah, do that? I do. Okay. Uh oh. I shouldn't have made it. <laughs> All right. You're. It, so there's a guy, you hear some rumbling in the back, some. And. The one guy, I'm going to put these damn horses out of their misery. This is sad. So he just goes up, and if you're still looking, you see the guy pull out a, a long knife. It's about know, 16 inches long. It's kind of a short sword, and okay. he starts, he just goes up and kind of saw, cuts the first horse's throat, and, and kills the first one. 
moves on to the next one. Okay. He's trying to do a nice thing, but it's happening in a pretty terrible way. All right. Well, that's nice of him yeah. to try. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a back door of this carriage? No. Okay. There's a side door, which the one on the left is, I mean, unless you want to try ceiling. digging. No, that's the right one. Okay. That's your ceiling. Huh. Okay. That's difficult for me to picture this. So, here's the carriage. You're normally traveling along like this. Yep. Do, 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 do. Uh-huh. Right door here uh-huh. fell on its side. Okay. So the right door is up here. Uh-huh. And the grate is up here, which is why the seat, which is normally here, yeah. you couldn't see past the seat. Uh-huh. It's on. It's laying on its left side. Okay. So you, the right door is your ceiling now. The okay. left door is the ground. Uh-huh. There's no back door. Okay. The f- other people are just kind of smashed up and jumbled around. Okay. Is that, can yeah, you see it that, now? Yeah, that does make sense. Okay. The two guys outside said something about going around the back or something. Yeah. So. so they're going to go... To the back side, here are the wheels. Yeah. And they're going to start digging around in the stuff that's in the back of the carriage. Oh, okay. So there's a trailer or something? Nope. Or it's attached to the to the, the back of the carriage has has stuff back there. Okay. How am I... I'm, I feel like I'm describing this in a really poor no, way. So how, how do I fix this? I just want to be sure that I... I mean, you've seen like it. Westworld and movies where there's carriages, right? And they've got stuff strapped to the back of the carriage? Yeah. Um, I, okay. I, I don't, I'm not, I don't think they, <laughs> let me pull up an image for you. I feel like you're not seeing this. <laughs> Horse. There's a little platform in the carriage. back where it's like luggage is stacked. Yeah. Okay, I think I can picture it. Horse drawn... So like this, I mean, a little bit nicer than this, but there's just, there'd be stuff back there, or okay. this. I see. They're just, you know, random crap. Okay. People's, or this, this is the best example so far. So there's just stuff back there, a, a, a chest where people have put their luggage and things strapped in. Okay. So that's where one of the guys is while the other one is slitting horse throats. Okay. And there are only two of those, so... Two uh, of what? Horse throats. No, nope, there was four. Oh. There still is four. Said two. Okay. No, he's, he's slit one, and now he's on to the, the, the second one. Um, all right. Well, I don't want to be found because I'm afraid of what might happen when I'm found. But I also don't want to be in this carriage. So I'm looking around at the edge of the grate here. Mm-hmm. Does it look like there is a frame that I can loosen or, like, bolts? Yeah, but I already established a while ago that it's too small for you to fit through. I I'm, distinctly remember saying that. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of removing the entire grate. It's The grate is about th- four inches tall by 14 wide. Oh. There's no possible way you're fitting through it. I see. I, when you said I can't fit through, I thought you meant the individual bars, like the gaps between the oh, bars. Oh, no, 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 no. You move the, the the whole thing itself, like the whole cut into the wood that's mm-hmm. covered by the grade, you're not getting through that. You'd have to cut away wood. Okay. Well, I look around for a way to get to the door. Um, is there anything that I can climb up? Yeah. There's the, 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 the structure of the... 
the carriage and the, the way the benches are, you, you could get up to the door. It wouldn't be terribly difficult for you. Okay. By any means. Is there a window in the door or is it just... There is. Yeah, there is a window in the, the, the door. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I want... Could I fit through the window? Is it big enough? Well, it's a glass window. Glass it's kind window, of a, okay. Kind of a embedded. Molten, poured glass, yeah. Huh. Okay. Although it is cracked and it's kind of a little, uh, let me see here how, how broken it is. I mean, I don't want to make the noise to break it, so this would be good to know. Um, it's, it's fairly cracked. It's not, it's not busted enough for you to fit through. You might, if you got up there, you, you might be able to move some of the shards out of the way, kind of, it's hard to tell from where you're at. You'd have to get up to it and, and, and try. Okay. Well, I want to try and get out through the door. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can do this stealthily, if that's asking too much. Roll. I guess, first off, your acrobatics to get up to the door. Okay. Rolling. 16. Okay. So you're able to get up to it just fine. Okay. A, no problem there. Um, and now I want to try and open the door, but quietly. Okay. So this would be stealth, I think. Mm, it's going to be two things because, yeah, first off, roll another acrobatics because I'm, we're going to see if you can kind of hang on and do this. Would that be acrobatics or strength? And it's going to be acrobatics because you're okay. do, it's, it's requiring dexterity to, to okay. hang up there and, and do all this finagling. Okay. Fourteen. Um, you try and get over the handle, and you, 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 just the way the position is, you, you're, you lose your footing, and you, you slip. So roll another acrobatics check to see how well you land here, because you're gonna fall back down to the bottom. Thirteen. Um, you land quietly enough-ish, but uh, when I go ah. Hang on, let's see here. Uh, the guy with that's at the front, he you hear him pause. They're still rummaging around in the back, but the guy up front goes, "You hear that?" The guy in the back goes, "What?" Okay. I um, think uh, I think there's something going on inside there. Maybe right. maybe one of the passengers are stirring. We should we should check this out. I start. Um, I try to not panic. I try to keep calm okay. and look around for places to hide. Um, are there? I can. I'm small, so yeah. I might be able to hide behind one of these people. Um, yeah. Like maybe the mom orc. You could probably hide behind her. You could. Yeah. There, there are options. You got to tell me exactly what it is. That you, how you want to hide. Okay. I look around for. <sighs> Roll investigation. I'll tell you your options here for for. Five. Okay. The options that you see available to you are hide behind one of the four passengers, uh-huh. orc, baby orc, or whatever, young orc, two merchants, or just kind of curl up as a lump in the corner. <laughs> well, um, I look around at the bodies and try to figure out which one would be best to hide behind while still having a vantage point, like being able to see them coming in. Okay, definitely the mother half-orc. She's okay. the biggest, for sure. All right, I dip behind her, 
Okay. I, I run over. Roll a stealth check. As you're doing this, you hear um, one of them. It sounds like the guy that was at the back climbing up on top because they're, well, you can't, you don't know how big they are, but they sound humanoid size and they're they're getting up on top so that they can get up to the door. Okay. Uh, 27. That's what, another that one stealth? of my doubles. Okay, yeah. all right. So you get behind the mother. You kind of pull some of her, um, the, the robe that she's wearing kind of over you and you just kind of curl up in there and you're just sort of like, you might be a, a tumor on her side <laughs> if, if, if they paid close enough attention. Okay. So they, uh, one of the guys is up top and he's opening the, um, the door Mm. And from the way, from where you're at, you can see him as you're doing this. You're just kind of peeking through a gap in the, in the cloak there that you kind of covered yourself with. And you can see that he's definitely a human. Just kind of looks like a, not a teenager, but definitely not. He's got some face stubble on his face. He looks like he's maybe anywhere from 18 to 25-ish. Just kind of a, a younger male. Okay. And he's looking in there. He's going to roll. Um, okay. He, he just looks at me like, oh, it looks like four passengers here. I've got a, I've got an, an, an orc and a couple uh, elvish merchants. There might be one other in there. I don't know. I can't tell. Maybe, maybe a, a, a child. The other guy goes, well, uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, I'm going to keep on killing these horse. <laughs> so he goes back to what he's doing. And... The guy from up above, he kind of looks around for a second, and he looks like he's trying to decide whether he wants to come in or not. Okay. And well. he decides to drop in. So he he lowers himself inside, and so now he's in there with you, and he's rummaging around. He's looking at the merchants. He's there with their, their nice clothes there, the first thing that caught his eye. So he's poking around. All right. Well, while he's doing that, got, I... I feel around for my daggers. Well, you don't have to feel around for them. They're on you. You've got them. Oh, okay. Well, I, I ready my daggers. Okay. Just They're behind ready. my back. and They're behind your back. And I'm watching him and waiting to see if he turns toward me. Okay. So he's rummaging the first elf, and he finds a little a notebook. Okay, some log. He's looking at the second elf here. Okay. He finds a little satchel of gold, and he's got some money here. This is a good one. Good find mm-hmm. here. 15 gold pieces. All right. Stash that. Tucks it away. I usually do pretty much anything for gold. So while he's busy doing that... D- does What is your alignment? Good. Neutral good. So you're not going to... I don't think you're him. so... You don't... You're not a... You're not going to steal from these merchants. No. I don't think. That's true. Especially when I don't know if they're dead or not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now he's coming over to the orc mom and roll another... But he's doing a lot of actions. Is there anything that I can do in the meantime? Because I did, just you, said that you, I wanted to do something while he was... You said you wanted to ready your daggers. They're ready. You've got them. You're, they're good. Yeah. Well, you rolled a couple things for him. Yeah, he's searching. So yeah, he searched and, one elf. And, and then I started to say, while he's getting the gold, okay. I want to sneak up behind him. Okay. Roll a... Let's see here. Roll stealth. Just roll a stealth check. 14. Okay. All right. You're able to get out from under or behind the, the mom, pull the robe off, 
and you are now, I mean, like as close from me to you. So you're, you're, you can kind of do whatever you want at this point. Okay. Um, my, what I, <laughs> I don't know. I, so right now time is frozen while you decide what you want. We'll just, so this is a moment where I mean, there's still a lot of space between us. There's at least three feet. So like you're you're closer than that. I mean, you're you're with like a lean forward, you'd be on him. Okay. Well, I go to reach around one of my daggers and hold it at his throat. Mm, you're no, not tall enough that. to do that. Oh, okay. So he's standing while he's rummaging. No, he's kneeling. He's on one knee, but even still, like he's say six foot tall kind of guy. So like he's like this. Oh, okay. You have to like s- kind of scamper up his back to do that. If you're you're what you're th- exactly three feet tall. I I don't know. Don't you have a height there? No, I don't have a height. I think that's what it's, he said when you were making your character was three feet tall, a light foot halfling. Yeah. So that's forty. Pounds. I mean, that's a yardstick. That's all right. Um. You, well, then I yeah, take my dagger and I put it at his side. Okay. Um. Roll. So you get, you can, yeah, you get a, like a free attack here or something, right? How do you, how do your things if work? If I have the advantage. You definitely yeah, I get do. An extra move. So you're just going to put the dagger at his side? I'm not going to press it in. I just want to hold it there and start talking to him. Okay. So you've got your dagger at his side and you're like, what the hell? Uh, who are you? What, fuck you. Who am I? Who are you? That's besides the point. I asked you first. Answer the question. I'm not answering your questions. Get off of me. Who are you? He can now... Let me see here. Why are you here? These are these people don't he, deserve what you're... He knows that you're really small. He can tell from the way that you're talking. Okay. And you're um, just, just how you sound. He's like, you're a halfling, aren't you? You're not going to stop me. And no, he you turns, don't think so. All roll right. initiative. All right. Seven. Okay. <laughs> Okay, six. So you're going first. Yeah. You've got the advantage here, so what do you do? I drive the dagger into his side. All right, so how does your sneak attack work there? Sneak attack. Or having an attack on the advantage? Mm, Attack of opportunity or something? Um... I know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Once per turn, I can deal an extra 1d6 damage to a creature I hit with an attack, if I have an advantage on the attack. Okay, so roll to hit. It must be a finesse or a ranged weapon, but all of my weapons fall into those categories. Roll a hit. Yeah, roll to hit. <laughs> seven. Okay, it's just a static seven? Oh, no plus modifiers. three, right? No. Oh, my initiative would have been 10. Um, I, I don't know. Where do I find that? Um, oh, plus 5? Uh, would be 12. Attack bonus. Yeah. Okay. So you hit, uh-huh. and then what is it? It's What is your the damage on this? Uh, we'll call it a sneak attack because you have... I don't know what the attack of opportunity is. Does it say over there on that? Uh, attack of opportunity. I don't see that. Okay, then it's not on there. Okay. Um, so I get to roll an extra d6. So okay. dagger is a d4 plus 3. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that. So it's 3 plus 3 is 6. 
And okay. then I get plus a d6. Okay. This is damage, so it's 10. Okay. That, he's, yeah, he, you jab him in the side. He turns, and since he's so much bigger than oh, you. I get an extra action, too. So I'm going to step away. No, uh, no, no. There's not really much room to step away. No, no, no. I want to step to the left to the other side. The, all of the I way know. that the people are kind of jumbled down here, there isn't a lot of stepping. It's just kind of like a a funnel of stuff all kind of jammed at the bottom here. All right. I put my... Like, I get ready for another attack. <laughs> I don't know. Can't you attack again as another action? Yeah. If you get two, two actions, I mean, you can just straight up attack again. That is an action. Oh, yeah. Bonus action during each of my turn of... Okay. Can be used only to take dash, disengage, or hide action. So that's it. Dash, disengage, or hide action. Yeah, so okay. there, there's none of that. I can't do any of that. Well, think I'm, about where you're at and the, the, the situation here. Try and think outside of the box. Think of what your character might want to do. You've just stabbed a guy... He's in extreme pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in, in a bad way. He's got a dagger. All right. I, I'm going to uh, see something. Roll a strength check. Um, oh. Actually, an athletics check. So it's it's whatever. Look at your athletics, and that's what? Plus something? Plus one. Plus one. So roll this, and then add one to it. Okay, six. Seven. No, seven, yeah. Okay. So you're able to, as he twists away from you, you're easily able to keep your dagger with you and right. pull it out. Well... I you know, hold my dagger at his throat, standing next to him. Is no, he not at... you don't get to do that. Oh, okay. You've got that. He took his turn. He's, okay. He's going to swing his fist at you, actually. He was just turning away from you. And what's your armor class? Leather. No, oh. that's not your armor class. 14. 14, okay. Uh, he doesn't have a weapon on him right now, so he's just going to like kind of swing a fist at you. Okay, he, he misses. He's in such bad shape. He's He swings and he doesn't hit you at all. It's not even close. And, um, okay, you can do what now? I'm sorry, he shouldn't even be able to do that. It doesn't really matter. He was just turning away. So you can dash or disengage or something else. Well, I'm supposed to be able to do the second action before he does anything. Yeah, so... Before he does that, you stabbed him. He doesn't twist away. You got to do something, or you don't have to. I guess you can just say no. I do nothing. Um, I don't think the anything really makes sense except like disengage. But I want to hold my weapon out to kind of stand back, because I think I made my point that I can do something despite my size. Um. Okay. So. You you step back as best you can and have your dagger out. Yeah. Okay. Um, now he's going to swing at you. Like he's not gonna just stand there and be like, oh. I know. Um. He's gonna call for his friend, Jared. Help. Uh, he lunges, kind of falls towards you with his kind of a falling punch and does not hit. What was that you were saying about my size? I didn't say anything about your size. I said Jared, help. Before that. When oh, earlier. So Jared comes, you hear him come clanking up. He's trying to come up to the side of the, the carriage. 
uh, your go? Um, I get out my bow. Okay. And I hold it up to the door. Or I don't hold it up. But Looks I, like you're I'm holding aiming. a crossbow. Do you have a crossbow? It's a short bow. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I get ready just in case he pokes his head in. Okay. Can I see his head yet? Not yet. Any piece of his body. Um, but that changes like two seconds later. So okay. he shows up. Once any piece of him uh-huh. shows up, I. There's probably a, a like a, a ready action or something for that. I don't know what it is. I don't know how that works exactly, but. Um. Yeah. So he shows up. You see his face. All right. So I go to shoot his face. Okay. Um, I'm not taking any chances with these fools. He's going to get a plus on his armor class because that's a small target. Um, okay, roll to hit. Uh, 12 plus 5, 17. Okay, yeah, you hit. Roll. Oh, it's um, D6. Plus 3. Add a D4 to it as well because the only thing that you can hit here is, is his face. Okay. Uh, five for the hmm. D6 plus four is nine. Okay. Yeah, you hit him right in the like the the, the cheek and he's not happy about that. Okay. <laughs> to say the least. Um, um now it's uh, Oh and then I dash. Where do you dash? I don't know. Out of the way of his aim? Like is he still up there? Can I still uh, see what him? Is Can he, he still what do you see mean me? his aim? He's not aiming anything. I mean just out of his vision. <laughs> You're inside of a carriage. Okay, fine. You, you would look like a rat in a cage. I don't do anything. I mean, there's other things. There's a lot of things that you can do here that you're not trying. I'm sure there are lots of things that I can do. Uh, I, I try to jump or climb my way up and out of the door. Where he's at? He's right there? I don't know. He's hurt, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, like curse of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like you saying that to the universe at large. <laughs> Come on, universe. Of course, of course you'd put me here in this position. Um, I don't know. I go over to his buddy and hold my dagger at him and use him as a threat. Okay. okay. As you approach, carriage boy. Uh-huh. Not Jared. Jared's the horse killer, and carriage boy's inside. All right. He. <laughs> As you approach him, he's going to take another. He's drawn his short sword at this point, Uh-oh. and he's going to take another s- swing at you. Okay. Or a swing at you. This is the first swing. Yeah, this carriage is not treating him well. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's his wound. Um, he misses <clears throat> and just kind of swings at air. Okay. And let me, I need to roll an uh, initiative for, so you rolled a, you have a seven on your initiative. With the other guy? Yeah, the, oh, this is for combat period. Um, it was I missed the three. It's just so where it's you, ten. You don't necessarily want a really high initiative. It's just where you fall. I mean, yeah, having just, a high mean one means that you go first. So I guess that's kind of nice. But then you have to wait till it all comes around again. Yeah, that's fine. So I I sh- rolled seven, but I forgot my initiative bonus. So that's plus three. So it's ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. So it'll be okay. So now. Jared's gonna go, and he's just he's getting off the the carriage. He he just doesn't want any of this. He got has an arrow stuck in his cheek. It's kind of embedded into his his jawbone. Mm-hmm. 
is not happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your go now. All right. I want to finish off his buddy here, Carriage Boy. Okay. With what? What are you rolling? Uh, um, let's go with the rapier. I okay. haven't used that one yet. Okay. So it's plus one. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Seven. No. Oh, nope. Ten. Ten. Uh, yep. You hit. All right. He's got a real low armor class and you've got... Oh, we don't have a D8. Confined quarters. Maybe I shouldn't use the rapier then. Uh, no, just roll, um, just roll oh, the D. two of these. Yeah, that works. That's fine. 2D4, sure. Uh, three. Three. Plus, no, minus one. Damn, two? Minus one. What? Why is it minus one? Because hmm. it's a strength weapon or something? Yeah, that makes sense. Because I have a negative <clears throat> one strength. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, it, it's enough to handle him. It, <laughs> I was only thinking that he had 12 hit points anyways. These are kind oh. of Ill, ill-clad, okay. whatever. So you, you run him through. All right. And it's just, there's nowhere significant. It just kind of stabs him. Just, ugh, he was already bleeding out. He was, he was probably going to die within the next hour anyways, but you just put another piercing wound into him that's just kind of sealed the deal. <clears throat> stabbed You're welcome. Him in the lung. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, uh, roll a listen check. What is listen? Oh, the... the perception? Yeah, perception. I got a six. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything. Okay. Um, I don't think I want to be in here with all these bodies anymore. Okay. So I'm going to try and climb my way out of this carriage. Okay. Uh, I try to make my way up to the door. All right, roll another acrobatics check. Yeah, you you get 20. out. You get outside. You're on top of the carriage. Well, on the right side, which is effectively the roof of it now of the okay. carriage. All right, and climb out. Is it? Do I have to? Am I out? You're the, out. Yeah, you're okay. on on it. All right, I look around, uh, see if I can <clears throat> see like footsteps. Yeah, you see Jared dashing off down the forest road the way that you guys were initially going. Oh, okay. Um, do I see any sign of horses or Yeah, you see four carriage? very dead horses. Uh, other than those, like, living ones? <laughs> no. Is Jared on a horse or is no, he running on he's, foot? No, he's on foot. Okay. And then, uh, can I tell where I am? Like, am I aware of this part of the journey? Mm, roll survival. Oh, boy. No. All you know is that you've been on the road for... You've been on the road for roughly three hours. All right. I check to make sure that all my wares are with me. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, and the driver of the carriage, where is he? He's, he, oh, you see him off to the side. He's been thrown. You, okay, I run, like, I, I run up to him and try to check. To just, see you just run straight off the top of the... I don't know. I climb down. Okay. Because I'm small. Uh-huh. Um... So I try to climb down. Yeah, you're good. You're okay. fine on that. Okay. And then I run over to the driver. All right. Uh, roll a medicine check. That's six plus one. Seven? I, he's probably, it doesn't, he's, he's not dead. You know that. But for anything else, you don't know. Okay. I There's feel like breathing. I'm spending a lot of time in this carriage. Um, I just want to move on. Okay. And, and get out of here um, so that maybe I can find some help. Okay. And come back to the carriage. Okay. So 
Uh, can I see any towns or anything? Like, what's the environment look like? Where no, am I? let's go ahead and stop here. Okay. I'll give you some feedback, and then we can, sure, please. We can stop here. So, a couple of things is... Um, well, right, the first thing that comes to mind is at the very end there, you could have looked for some maps hmm. on either the driver or the carriage to see if you could find where you were at. Hmm. Um, before you got into combat, you could have either tried to hide under one of the benches or um, you could have I don't think that you did try and resuscitate anyone to potentially help you. I thought you told me I couldn't. Like, I didn't have the ability to do that or something. When you investigated them, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to what I had said. But I, I know that I said that you couldn't tell what their medical condition was. But um, you could have looked for some water to maybe splash on somebody's faces or tried shaking somebody awake a little bit. I see. I do have healing potions, too. Could I have used those? I don't know the exact mechanics of a healing potion. Maybe I'd have to look at that. I don't know if they just heal and cure or if they bring somebody back from from unconscious. Um, You could have just stayed entirely hidden Mm. and just waited the whole thing out. When the dude was searching, uh, Carriage Boy was searching the elvish things, you could have tried. I don't know how well this would have worked, but given how well your athletics are, you could have tried to slip out behind him. Mm. Um... You could have, uh, yeah, again, with with the driver, tried to find some water to, to, to resuscitate him. Because if you're three miles from anywhere and you, you're survive, you're not really an outdoorsy kind of survival person. Only three miles or three hours? Three hours. So, yeah, it's way more than three miles, right? Yeah. yeah. So just wandering in a direction, you're going to be traveling for, I don't know, how fast does a horse carriage go? Let's say 15 miles an hour. You're 50-ish odd miles, 45, 50 miles from where you'd left and even further from where you were. And since your survival check was so low, you didn't know where you were. So it would just be, I'll just start wandering in a direction. Mm-hmm. So trying to stick around with where you were at to get as much information out of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. I wasn't expecting, I didn't know that you were, that you had this crazy bonus to acrobatics or whatever it is Hmm. so the the first role there that i had in mind was 20 for you to not be knocked out with everybody else you were supposed to be knocked out with everybody else there was just supposed to be a really low chance of you not okay so that threw everything for a loop (laughs) and you're like oh 28 it's like what the hell (laughs) huh 28 okay so i had to tweak some stuff but huh that's the cool thing about D&D, is that you kind of go with the flow. I was thinking when you first started saying that, that it was kind of crappy that you were altering the course of the game to match my acrobatics, to make it more difficult for me. What? How? No, I wasn't. But no, well, you said you had to tweak some things. Yeah, I had to... You were supposed to be knocked out, and then something entirely different was going to happen. Um, and so you... Since you weren't knocked out, mm-hmm. and that whole series of events couldn't take place... Mm. I yeah. had to think of something that would happen for you not being knocked out. Gotcha. There was going to be a period of time where you were knocked out and you were moved to a different location and like the whole thing. Wake up and yeah, exactly. somewhere else. Yeah, okay. but that that couldn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have had the carriage tumble and crash, but I don't want to just 
force things to happen. So if you have a really good role and you, like, if I think she doesn't fall unconscious if she gets 20 or better, then I shouldn't go, oh, as the carriage is tumbling, you survive the first tumble, but then it hits another big rock and now you have to roll again. <laughs> oh, and then it hits another rock and you have to roll again until I, like, that's just, until that's, I get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's not very, that's no, not how it works. That's silly. Uh, yeah, looking around and trying to figure out what might be in there um, requires more imagination on my part. Yeah, I was thinking of something that a coworker told me the other day. I was explaining how one of the, the things I wasn't a real big fan of with that campaign is that it was just these endless doors. It's just like, oh, we open this yeah. door and there's nothing there. We go to this next door, there's nothing there. It's just we were looking for things to interact with and there just was nothing. Yeah. I mean, maybe we were supposed to thoroughly search each room, but why do you want to thoroughly search a room that's just, there's there's five beds in there, okay? We look around. Oh, you don't find anything. Yeah, or like a single creature that Anything. doesn't want to interact. Like, we're not going to hang out in there. Yeah. And then we encounter one creature that we thought might be something to fight by the looks of it, but then he's talking to us. It's like yeah. being all friendly. It's like, what in the... Huh? What, what are we supposed to do here? Are we supposed to attack this guy that's being really nice now? Like, he sounds like a fun-loving dude, but I don't under... We're in a dungeon. Aren't we supposed to be slaying the bad things and getting the treasure and getting through traps? And so when I mentioned this to the co-worker, he said, yeah, I'd much rather have two rooms that had a lot to do in it than 50 rooms where there's nothing going on. Yeah. And I totally agreed, Same. so I was trying to make this carriage mm. fairly interesting. I don't know if I, I managed, but huh. I was trying to make as much... Like options as there as I could with a tumbled over carriage. I don't know. I just I think that I didn't use my creativity enough. Like thinking, what would be in a carriage? What are all the things that I could do? Because what I was imagining is not what you're imagining. I'm sure, which is like a bunch of pillows and belongings strewn about with bodies on the floor. I don't know why pillows were there, but they were. Okay, I mean that's not. I didn't. I didn't imagine the pillows, but it wasn't. So. Minus pillows, yeah, that's about right. But I, I totally didn't think of, like, uh, benches or anything that would be in there. Oh, yeah, or maybe seeing, is there is is there any, does anybody have any luggage in here that I could get inside? Mm. Or is I, could I wrap myself up in a blanket? Is there anything that, like, yeah. asking about all of being, being, digging, digging, digging for the information? Because if you don't see it clearly, yeah. Yeah. then you need to ask for all that information. Yeah, and if we're going to do this without visual aids, then I need to ask more questions. And most of D&D is played without visual aid. I mean, you might show occasionally a monster from the, a beastary mm-hmm. or something, but when it comes to describing a scene, that's all on me. Mm-hmm. So either I do it fairly well or I don't, but I don't want to give you all of the details. There's no. a bench that you can hide behind. There's, a, there's this, there's that, there's this. That's on you to ask, do I see this? Do I notice that? Because it's kind of like the whole gorilla experiment. You only see what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you, Vera, isn't looking for it, then not your your character uh-huh. isn't going to know of it, that it's that it's there at all. Yeah. So it's this collaboration of mind and mind and putting it together to create the scene. And you've just got to... It's, it's being inquisitive, very, very curious to say, okay, is there this, is there, or is there that? And then if you ever ask something and I go, well, you wouldn't know to ask that, then I can just say that. Hmm. And then you just go, oh, okay. Hmm. Like, Isn't that kind of stepping outside of the game, though? Yeah, but sometimes you have to do that. 
For example, if you were to ask me, is it a... I'm trying to think of an example. Um, Like, when you see the the two guys that are outside, Mm -hmm. and you go, who made their clothes? I'm like, your your character wouldn't wonder that. I I, I don't don't think. Like, first off, hang on. Why is your character wondering that? Hmm. Who, Who the merchant was that made their clothing? Yeah. And like, well... I'm looking at it because, and maybe if you have a good reason... Like, maybe I know the place that they're from, and I know yeah. that, like what this type of person is like. Yeah, do whatever. I recognize the, the cut of their, their, their jib? Do I recognize <laughs> the cut of their clothing? Is it from my hometown? Yeah. Oh, hello, fellow Faslardian. How goes it? <laughs> Faslardian? Whatever. Gross. <laughs> Faslardians. <laughs> Faslardians. Yeah, it's a skill. I don't know. I'd be willing to give it another go. And try too. it out. I also want to listen to more podcasts, like yeah. D&D podcasts, so that I can get ideas. What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good <laughs> idea. Like, how do I do this? Because <laughs> like, oh, okay. when there are very little rules yeah. and there aren't parameters, then it's it's it can be too open-ended. Yeah. So I think listening, that might be part of your consumption thing, is listen to yeah. some podcasts. Or, yeah. There's the Adventure Zone... And then there's um, Critical Role, which yeah. is the one where they have, like, good voice actors. and I think well, Adventure Zone's hilarious. Well, it's a bunch of uh. <laughs> derpy guys, yeah. But I had thought to ask if there was a bag that I could hide in. I oh, should have maybe. Why didn't you ask it? Because, I don't know. I don't recall where that was, but you would put me behind the orc. I didn't put Mom. you there. Or did I go behind her shoulders? I chose that. But yeah. You, you said I cover myself with her. Yeah, because you had rolled a stealth check, so I was trying to think, like, what you do in that situation. Maybe I should put that more on you, like, how do you hide yourself? And then I just say, yeah, you're able to do that very well or I something, see. as opposed to telling you what you do. I don't want to do that all that much. Yeah. So if you say, I I, I guess that would be a better way to go about it is, how do you hide yourself? Okay. Oh, I, I just curl up behind her. Okay, roll for that. And then I think, okay, this that... This going to have to be a 20. Yeah, or, or not a 20, you know, something fairly high. Yeah. But if you go, oh, I cover myself, and I just try and really mm-hmm. burrow in in the corner. I, is there... What, what is the orc wearing? Uh, she's wearing, like, a, a long kind of a, a robe sort of thing. Okay, well, I try and cover myself with some of that. Okay, roll a stealth check. You've got to get, like, 12 or better to do that, and I think, mm-hmm. and you roll, you know, 16. Okay, yeah, you're, you're thoroughly hidden right now. Well, that makes sense. Um, how creative I am could alter the roles. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I'm not sure in situations like that, like say you're in that, the, the carriage, you're, you've hidden yourself really well, the carriage boy comes down there, he's rummaging around, and then he's searching the orc mom, and then he's coming up close to you. At what point is there a point where you can do something to attack him? I noticed you've said things like, oh, I try to stab him in the neck or do this. It's it doesn't really work like that in D&D. How you does just, it work? You just... It's more broad strokes, as far as I know. Oh. Like, I think if you're trying to pinpoint something like that, you're going to take a real major... Um, it's going to be a big penalty to even hitting. Okay, because you just it would roll. narrow the result. It's like, I go to do this tiny thing rather than just attack. Yeah, I just try and huh. slash him in wherever I can. Okay, okay roll to hit. And then he's got an armor class of whatever, uh, the armor class that I had for them was 12, which is really damn low, mm. but you're not all that much of a fighter, 
Yeah. And so I have to, like, if I make it 15, you're just never going to hit them, and they're going to eventually bludgeon you to death. It's, it's just, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Like, why do that? It's not fun for anybody. So, yeah, uh, having some of these books. But I, I'm fine with trying this out a few more times, just kind of kind of figure things out. Yeah, I don't think I necessarily need books right now. No. I think just f- figuring out what I sp- should be doing <laughs> Yeah, in an environment. <laughs> fun but all in all uh, as far as magic goes we're still mm-hmm. liking it a lot for sure we're actually probably going to go and play some arena after we finish this and yeah do some quests maybe record a video grind and grind we and might grind. be close to another draft oh yeah which we're terrible at but we're getting better but we get cards from it yeah we get cards hooray we get to build new decks yeah and they get to be janky okay well for this one, thanks for listening and love and peace. Love and, and peace. peace.